Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country. Who said? The Lord. The Lord. In other words, God. Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will shield thee. Verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Amen. I will start the reading verse 2, where he says that, I will. Genesis. God, God is the one speaking. I, God, I will what? Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. 12, verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I, God, I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great. And make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And Amen. thou shalt be a what? Blessing. A blessing. Repeat the items for me. I need help. I will make of thee a great nation. I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great. And make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And thou shalt be a what? Blessing. A blessing. Fine. Uh, God, when you study scripture right from the book of Genesis, it is plain to the end that God is the only one who blesses. Human being can only bless when you are blessed by all. You are blessed by God. So the human being does not therefore become the source of the world blessing so that you are not tempted to take the glory that is due God to a bit, even a bit of it unto yourself. He's the only one that deserves the glory, the thanksgiving, the honor, and everything. And he's the only one that blesses. But this morning, what Raka Kodesh, the Lord Jesus Christ through Raka Kodesh, the Holy Spirit, is wants me to drive to the church to keep us away from vain worship if we open our heart to the word of God is that God blesses man so that man can be a word. So that man would be, what, what was the word? So you would what? And thou shalt be a blessing. And thou shalt be a blessing. We were reading uh, Evangelist Billy Graham's book, World of Flame, and he quoted somebody, he said, the whole world hang on two what? Verbs. Mm -hmm. The verb to have and the verb what? To be. God gives us great so that we will be gracious unto people. God blesses so that we will be a blessing. But when God blesses you, But when God, when God blesses for us to be a blessing, 
then we, after receiving the blessings, we go and become a burden. It becomes an insult to God directly or indirectly. And God will never remain indifferent to these titles when I display it or you listening to me or watching me also displays it. The reason why many of us, our worship has become vain. Number one, we don't, some of us cannot even acknowledge what God has done. And after having received the blessings of God, we rather are being what? A bed unto people wherever we go. And unfortunately, David said, <laughs> uh, what is it? Check for me, what, have, what shall I render unto the Lord for all that he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and do what? And mention the name of God. Read, read even Psalm 51, the last three verses. We would suffer unnecessarily if God blesses us and we tend to be a burden to society individuals and families and uh, our world. Uh -huh. Psalm 51, last three, last three verses. Verses 17 to 19. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. 18. Do good in thy good pleasure Psalm unto 51. Zion. Mm -hmm. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Where David said, uh, forgive me my sins so that I also tell transgressors. Is this the last three verses? Mm -hmm. what? Verse 10 to 13. Verse 10 to 13. Is it not the last three verses? It's what? The last three verses as um, Okay, then uh, what I'm looking for is what? 10 to 13. Psalm 51, 10 to 13. Good. Psalm 51 verses 10 to 13. Creating me a clean heart, O God. Creating me. David is asking for forgiveness from God. He's asking for not, something more than forgiveness. And he's also asking for revival, for grace, uh -huh, for blessing. Mm -hmm. Creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Mm -hmm. 11. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Mm -hmm. 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. 13. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto After God, you have forgiven me, created a new spirit within me, and restored my soul, I will also pass it on to transgressors so they also return tend to thee and also enjoy the same benefit 
One time he said, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. That's Psalm 103. And all that is within me. Forget not all his benefits. He forgiveth thy sins and healeth thy word diseases. Healing thy diseases here has to deal more with healing of the sin, individual from sin. As we are reading in Psalm 51 here, he, salvation from sin, the name Jesus, Matthew 121, healing, 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 uh, uh, healing, deliverance from the power of sin, not just forgiveness, but uh, uh, casting out, destroying the works of the devil within the individual and put his spirit right within us as believers, because if we don't have the spirit of Christ, we are none of his. And once we receive this thing, we must employ every means, opportunity, our resources, our intellect, our everything, so that others also can receive this benefit. And that is blessed, so that you will be a what? blessing go to ask three uh i've talked about it that so in the teaching of jesus christ somebody should refer to it he gave a parable of a man who owed a boss a debt and he was forgiven he went was a big debt met somebody who owed him and he became a burden onto the person and the master did not take it what light how can you be a blessing and you want to be a burden unto all somebody look for that parable also for me is the reason why the christian community from clergy to lady many people their prayers does not go anywhere as a matter of fact is it first peter Chapter 3, where you talk about husbands, 3 7, pray, prayers being could be blocked if uh, they become a burden in their marriage, to be precise to their wife. Read, 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 because uh, we are in a church, they are not teaching us God and godliness. All they are teaching us is religion. Uh huh. First and it's not helping us. Uh -huh. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. Your wife, wife according to knowledge, knowledge in God. Mm -hmm. Given honor unto the wife, mm -hmm. as unto the weaker vessel, mm -hmm. and as being as together of the grace of life. God. That your prayers be not hindered. Good. Right. Here in marriage, if the man we fail to meet divine requirement and standard in our moral nature that govern our interaction with our wife and treat them in a way God disapproves of. Hey, our prayers will be what? Blocked. And that's why Matthew 5.23, Jesus Christ said, when you are going to give your offering and somebody has somebody, something against you, in other words, you have been blessed, you are going to worship God, religion, and you are already a burden unto somebody. God will reject the offering. Go 
and let the person be appeased. Luke 19, you saw the repentance of Zacchaeus. Say, if I've cheated anybody, I pay back fourfold. I divide myself into two. I give half to the poor. God had blessed him, but he was hither to his encounter with Jesus Christ. He was a burden onto society. And he was the person Jesus told after this confession. We call it restitution. He said, salvation has come into your house. He meant it because he said, behold, Lord. That is Luke 19, what? Read verse 8 and 9. Say, behold, Lord, I divide, if I've cheated anybody, cheating, 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 cheating. I pay back. Luke 19, 8. Luke 19, 8. Read. Luke 19, 8. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. I've told you even in the Lord's Prayer, and forgive us our what? Sins, trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. If we sin and God forgive us, why do you want to retaliate when somebody offends you? Have you seen the parable our Lord Jesus Christ gave? It's in what? Matthew chapter 18 verse 21 to 35. Read the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, 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 we have clergy, but we shall continue to pray. They seem not to be abreast with God, and they seem not to understand the pastoral ministry they have been called into. Read. Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times. He is looking for an opportunity for retaliation in God. There was a dispensation. Moses, out of difficulties, allowed for retaliation. But Jesus came and updated things. Spiritual update. Say, my dispensation, zero tolerance for retaliation. If you look at his teaching. That is the way I will put it in today's language. Zero tolerance for retaliation in Christianity. So Peter, Peter, you know him. He is looking for opportunity. There are some things, Lord, people do to us uh, at least. This one, the retaliation small, teaching a small lesson. <laughs> that is the impulse of the message. So read, and let's see the answer of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 22, Jesus said unto him, I say no, not... Read the beginning and finish fast verse 21 then came peter to him and said lord how oft shall my brother sin against me and i forgive him till seven times 22 jesus said unto him mm -hmm. i say not unto thee until seven times but until 70 times seven you see this answer eh? the understanding behind it 
you need the grace of God to discern it. Jesus is telling Peter, zero word. Tolerance for what? Retaliation. That is the meaning. Mm -hmm. Verse 23. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven. Why 21st century clergy is not kingdom minded is another burden that must inform our prayer. They are denominationally minded, artificiality, synthetic, uh, uh, denominationally minded and hearted. Even the resurrection of Jesus Christ in Acts 1 3, he was still talking about kingdom world issues before his crucifixion it was he was kingdom minded driven personality his teaching everything when he even say repent say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand the day the clergy will respect will display respect for the lord jesus christ for god and for that matter the lord jesus christ and his doctrines John 7, 16, 17. His doctrines, which is the doctrines of God, the church, we are going to be one. But until now, the promotion of denominational identities and religious segregation and discrimination based upon synthetic and manufactured religious barriers We are not going anywhere. It's strange that God welcomes people into his family. We have clergy in 21st century. They have been welcomed by the Lord Jesus Christ. They come to church, use synthetic, stay out of, display gross, gross disrespect for the word of God. They want to drive and cast people out of the church of God. It's, thank God they can do it in terms of the artificial barriers they have created, but they can't do it in terms of what God has structured. No, uh, uh, Jesus said, uh, my sheep follow me and no man can take them from my word. No, no man can take them from what? From my hands. See, my father gave them me. You see, when we were children, they taught us a lot of songs. Now we think we have grown, so they are for children. And even today, I don't think it's a loving shepherd of thy sheep. Keep me, Lord, in safety. Keep, I don't recall very well, but I remember my father liked it. Nothing can thy power stand. None can pluck me from thy hand. And there is one aspect of it. May I love thee day by day. Da, 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 da. How do you do you? How do I do I? Become a burden when God has blessed me. How do I want to cast people away because of maybe my personal interest and agenda I'm pursuing as against that of God to tell, open my mouth with all my teeth and my tongue and my spirit to drive somebody, to disqualify somebody. He's not a true member. 
of a church? Is it because such a clergy he called us into the church or he is the God of the church? You go on. We live with them to God. Verse 23, therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which will take account of his servants. So the clergy should be kingdom-hearted and minded. That is what God wants. It's captured in the Lord's prayer. The prayer that we recite, that is the spirit of Christ God wants to see in us when we are approaching for prayers. If we have been forgiven, we have no cause. We have no ground. We have no basis whatsoever to retaliate when we are offended. And then the Lord's prayer has no singular in it. Give us this day our Father. Thy kingdom come. For thine is the kingdom. The kingdom is not for the clergy as well as the church. It's for the Lord Jesus Christ, and he is the head. But most of the 21st century clergy, their behavior suggests they think erroneously the church is for them. They have been embraced by God. They want to drive people God has called into the church. You are not a member of our denomination. We don't accept you as a member due to ABZ, which has no biblical basis, which is not the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. We hand them over to God this day and even the day to come. Read. I become passionate because of experiences I've had. Mind you, you let me go on. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. 24. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. 10,000 talents. Debt. Greed. 25. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to... Lack so of the ability to pay back. Repayment. If he did even uh, repayment in installment basis, he was not going to be able to do it. So what did the master do? His Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and children, and all that he had, and payments to be made. Yes. 26. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. 27. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him the debt. So now, don't even pay. You and your wife, go. And, 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 and have a blessed day and blessed years. I've forgiven you. Me, I don't need anything. But I look at your status, you are pitiable. So go free. So he, this servant is being what? Blessed. Let's look at his attitude. We know we, we have clergy who, because they have this gross disrespect for Jesus Christ, they are not teaching us Jesus Christ and his doctrine. And that's the problem of the church. And it must inform our prayer that we get clergy leadership who have the spirit of Christ and his word in them, and we use the same to drive the church. 
This is the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Verse 28. But the same servants went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. His fellow human being, fellow servant. Mm -hmm. Which oh. owed him a hundred pence. Small money. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay He me. took him by the word. Do you hear that? <laughs> Do you hear that? You, the one that, if they sell your wife and you yourself could not pay, you forgiving you something. It was 10,000 something something. 10,000 talents. Yes. Let's say $10,000 in modern day language. And he, the person owed him what? 100 pence. 100 cents. Oh my goodness. You held the truth. Mm -hmm. You read. And took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. Verse 29. And he pay. said, Pay. You know that way you are going to pay me. You owe me 10 cents. Is it 100 cents or 10? 100. 100. You are going to pay. You, 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 you escape. I will never leave you off the hook. You are going to pay. And he held him by the throat. 29. I want to dramatize it so we can see the seriousness of it. Mm -hmm. And his fellow servants fell down at his feet and besought him, saying... What he did, what he did, the servant also is... You know, in his case, the master even did not hold the word, the truth. So this man was panting for breath and still fell down. Mm -hmm. Verse 29, and his fellow servants fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Verse 30, and he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should pay the debt. Verse 31, so when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and came and told unto their Lord all that So other colleagues saw it, and they were, even human beings, they were very, very what? Sorry. Offended. You see, Bible language, sometimes we need to, the grace of God to interpret it in the way we understand it in today's word, language. The sorry there mean they were very what? Offended and shocked and surprised of his behavior. What has been done unto you that is beneficial? Why can't you extend the same thing to your neighbor when it's within your power? You can, it's within your power because you have enjoyed it and you know how it is what like. So what did they do? Verse 31. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Mm -hmm. 32. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, So the man called him back, the boss. Uh-huh. Oh, thou wicked servant. Thank you. I forgive thee all that debt, because thou desirest me. Verse 33. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servants, even as I had pity on thee? Mm -hmm. Verse 34. And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to So them. now this man is, the boss is angry now. Mm -hmm. And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, 
till he should pay all that was due unto him. Verse 35. So, li so likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto Conclusion. Him. Conclusion is what I'm afraid. So likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you. If ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Amen. This is a serious teaching. The end is what verse? Chapter yes. and verse? Matthew chapter 18 verse 35. Matthew chapter 18 verse 35. Interestingly, Luke 18 also talk about two people that went into the temple to do what? To pray. And one display before God, he was better than the world. The other person. Luke 18, Matthew 18, carried serious lessons. So that is our Lord Jesus Christ's presentation of if we are blessed and we fail to be a blessing, how God will react. How God will what? react. It is sad. God has blessed many of us in the Christian community, especially in Africa here, where we don't have very good bureaucratic structures for political governance. And people get into political office as Christian. Let me put it this way. And if should they go there to become a burden, or they are elected into the office as Christians, and they go there to become a burden to the electorate. And the clergy think things are normal. Sometimes you read the media, mass media, and they pick political figures and they are found as corporates, having robbed the state, having embezzled fun, having engaged in malfeasance, nonfeasance, whatever, whatever. So the point is, if the state even does not deal with them, God would deal with, with them. Should I also get into any position like that? I'm addressing the Christian community. And I, instead of being a blessing, I become a burden. God himself will react. He said the Father will do what? Matthew 18, what? 35. Uh -huh. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. If you from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. That's right. In life, I have gained much support from people, Christian brethren, clergy. I was adopted, stayed in the mission house for about 10 years. A clergy raised me to where I am now, 
socioeconomically. I have another friend also. I stayed also with him for almost one year, also in a mission house. And all the other Christian brethren who have supported me in life, spiritually and physically. So when I see people who are in need, I know what it is. And I, I, I see it as, should I also neglect them? God, God will be offended. But of course, sometimes people also take it for granted that this time uh, we are going to streamline it. But that's not the subject for this morning. So God blessed so that will be a word, a blessing. God called us into the church so that we will help others also to come in into the world, church. God did not call us into the church as clergy to come and drive people outside the church. And here, before I conclude, the message is clear. Let me make this distinction clear. God forgive, has forgiven us so that we ought we forgive. This does not include, listen to me carefully, I'm speaking with the grace of God for me. People who come to church and develop arrogance and make themselves better. And here I'm talking about clergy church leadership and some members. And they feel they qualify. They are true members of whatever denomination, whatever, whatever, whatever. Others do not want qualified. God will deal with them. And when we want to overthrow them with our prayer, also they won't survive. People with uh, a kind spirit, you, you see they are in the church of God, they are more of caterpillars than pillars. They are not supportive. They are destructive. They have been blessed into the church, in the church, right in the midst of God's assembly. They are a burden instead of a word, a blessing. These ones, they have lined themselves already into trouble. Let us not mistakenly substitute them for people who offend us personally. So if you're a clergy, and for whatever reason, you even develop a thought to drive a brother out of the denomination, using whatever, whatever. God knows all these things. For example, Acts 22, the Lord Jesus Christ himself said to Paul, Jerusalem church, the religious elite, Whatever you say about me, they won't say. So quickly leave there. This is not a category. The Gehazi, the Ananias and Sapphira group, the Judas group, 
Jesus never interceded for Judas, but he interceded for Peter. He even referred to Jesus, Judas as a what? A devil. This is not the group. This group, they are already in trouble with God. Sometimes we teach some brethren lack understanding. They cannot make distinction between enemies of God and people who are just brothers, but they have offended just as we also offend people one way or the other. It is a different category. So let us not make this mistake. But basically, God blessed us. When we believe we are blessed, God expects us to be a blessing unto all others. If we feel we were sinners and God welcomed us into the church, we have no right whatsoever to drive people outside the church of God. May the Lord help the church. May the Lord help the church. Faith, leadership, to be possessed by the Spirit of Christ and His Word and use the same thing to drive the church. The blessings that we have received, we need to extend it. I was about to conclude it, but the Lord has prompted me. Let him conclude from the words of Acts 3. So God sent Jesus Christ. One blessings 21st century clergy are silent over. Acts 3.26 Unto you, first God, having raised up his son Jesus. Unto you, first God, who is speaking? Peter, eh? Having raised his son Jesus Christ. Sent him to bless you. Sent him to bless you. In turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Yes. In turning you away every one of every one of his from his iniquity. I don't know why the 21st century clergy is silent about this blessing. But they are more interested in the blessings in Malachi 3.10. I don't know why. God knows. This blessing, if we feel we have received these blessings, God has turned us away from our iniquity. We should also do what? Just like David said in Psalm 51, what? Yes, 10, to 10 to 13. Go and pick David's words for me. If we feel we have received this blessing and God has turned us away from our sins, and that's the meaning of the name Jesus Christ, he will turn us from our sins. Then we must also offer ourselves, manage our faith and lifestyles, talents, gifts, and resources to make it relevant to God the Father and His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and then the kingdom of God in His righteousness by employing all these resources so that we could also be of blessing to others. What did David say? Psalm 51, verses 10 to 13. 
Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. I want the portion that uh, uh, you read. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. 11. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. 13. Then will I teach transgressors thy when you have given me all these blessings and grace, then I, David, also would teach transgressors what? Thy ways. Thy and ways. sinners shall be converted unto you. And sinners thee. shall be converted unto you. Then may they be shall we pray? Yanamu wani ah. 